was this like, oh, I'm here and you're there. It never felt like a team, a team at all. So now that we're together and we can do something and build something together, it feels so much more uh, better. And I feel like we can achieve more as a couple and, and grow more uh, for each other. Um, because there, there are times where I really need him and yet thankfully he can just be there for me um, at those times. Um, and just personally, um, because he's been there for me, I've grown exponentially learn so much more about myself and of course learn more about him. Welcome to the Jay Wells CFO Show. I'm the host, Jeremy Wells, and with me is going to be two fantastic guests today. I'm really looking forward to talking to these two. They are a power couple making and shaking things up in the real estate industry in the Jacksonville, Florida area. With me today are, the, are my guests, Fabian Vargas. Fabian is a realtor and a licensed community association manager, so we're going to hear a little bit about what that means. And we've also got his wife and partner here, Pamela Vargas, who is also a realtor. I'm really interested in the dynamic of how you two are working together and joining forces. So definitely going to get into that uh, in the conversation. But let's start off here. I'm going to turn it over to you two. Give us a little bit of your background, a little bit of your story and how you're helping people. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I'll, I'll take it away. Yeah, so sure. my name is Fabian Vargas. We're here in the Jacksonville area. Um, like he said, I'm licensed community association manager as well as a real estate agent. Um, transitioning into commercial real estate at the moment with uh, broker SBR Realty. Um, so a little bit about it. I got two licenses, which is the LCAM and the real estate agent license. It's two separate licenses. Um, the real estate license, of course, is um, sales and the licensed community association manager is to manage HOAs and condominiums. Um, both Florida state licenses two different monsters, uh, two different things. The LCAM is more of a financial and um, managing type license. And of course, the real estate license is a sales license. Um, but combined, it allows me to bring a lot of value to people, um, as well as big, uh, bigger companies like asset management and property management companies. So really interesting. It's great. I absolutely love it. I love bringing value to people. I love helping people. Um, and that's what got me into this industry. And I absolutely love it. So, take it away. Well, you know, um, I've been always wanting to get into real estate ever since in, in my 20s, but I never found like a good spot. You know, I was born and raised in New Jersey. I didn't have a great support system um, there. And then uh, we moved again uh, to Tennessee and I thought about it. Eh, but then we actually started into a different venture. Uh, we were thinking about, you know, maybe open up a, um, a food truck. But that didn't go through. And then he ended up having a transfer for a position here in Jackson, Florida. So I said, yes, let's go to Florida because we know we've always wanted to go to Florida. When we first came down here, um, real estate wasn't the first thing on, on, on my mind. Uh, we actually opened up a little retail store. Uh, so that was the beginning of my entrepreneurship. Um, getting to know the community, getting out there and selling uh, furniture, uh, clothing, any, anything um, household related, basically. Um, so then we got out of that after a few months and then we opened up a shaved ice trailer. So that was amazingly fun. I enjoyed it so much, just selling shaved ice to families, birthday parties, to the communities. It was just a great venture. And it was named after our, do our daughter. So she came along with us as well. So it was a great family event. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, going from always to North Jacksonville, all the way down to St. Augustine, Point of Vigia, wherever we can go, we 
we drove our little trailer everywhere we could. Uh, so um, after that venture, that's when I started realizing I wanted to get into real estate. I was like, all right, so I got my license um, November of 2017. So I've been in it for about two years now. Love the hustle, love what I can bring to the community. And it is just a great reward at, at the end, just you know, having people realize that they can actually get their dream home in the end. So yeah, love it. Yeah, that's a little bit of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about how you two wound up together. I mean, I, you know, sitting here as this, as this couple that, that are now working in the same space, you know, get, get, t tell us about um, you know, how you two wound up together. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, that was 11 uh, years yeah, ago. 11 wow. years. We've been together for 11 yeah, years, married 10 years next week, actually, on the 17th is yeah. our 10-year wedding. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, thank you. But uh, this is when we were, well, he was living in Brooklyn at the time, and I was, so, I was living in New Jersey. Um, I was working uh, as an administrative assistant to a, a trucking company, and he was a worker there. And that's how we met at the same workplace. And really, yeah. I, honestly, we didn't like each other. We didn't. Beginning. We didn't like each other. We didn't like each other. No. In the it was. It was a love and hate. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. She's from Jersey, and I think we just clashed. You know, it was the battle yeah. of the titans. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought she was the stuck-up Jersey gold digger, and yeah. she thought I was cocky. Very. And I guess <laughs> opposites attract because yeah. we just one day we just started talking. I actually got to know each other, which is it's a good lesson because so many people judge by the book right. of, you know by, by the right. book cover so so many people judge people by just the way they come off and never really dig deep into who they are right and that was my mistake so i judged her right away from how she moved how she acted and then once we actually got to talking one day i'm like oh man we actually have stuff in common i mean this yeah. is awesome yeah. um the more we talked the more we hit it off and before you know it we started going out conversating more and one thing led to another. Now, ten years later, eleven, 11 years, years later, 11 we're married later, with a kid. We're here. <laughs> so, so, hustling and bustling, man. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm glad that's it was that's fantastic. Got that's 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 interesting that's interesting that's great to hear let so 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 let, let's let's stay on that for a second do you do, you talk about this lesson you learned of you know don't judge people by you know by the by the cover right you know and and so don't judge a book by its cover and how this applies to people in that um you know it, it took a little bit of opening up getting to know each other but then once you did obviously this turned into a relationship that seems to be working out for the two of you has that translated into the way you two do business Yes, yes, Absolutely. 100%. We've learned, I'm glad we learned lessons early on. Um, of course, every day we still learn lessons. Um, sure. yeah. every, I mean, I, I like to say that I'm, a, um, I'm an educator of life. You know, every day I, I seek to learn as much as I can, um, especially with people, because I'm, I'm a good people person. Well, in this business, you have to be a people person. You have to be a people person. Um, and it's not just for the sales part. It's really, truly, we believe in building relationships for life. It's not just a one-time show. We don't do one-time transactions. You know, I really want to know the people we come across, the people we help, and I want to build those relationships for life. Um, you know, maybe it'll trickle to more business, maybe it won't, but I really seek to add value to people. <laughs> and getting to know people, like, like what we were talking about, getting to know people is a humongous part of that. You just don't part. know. You just you know, don't. You don't, yeah. And when you find out that, that special gem about them, mm -hmm. you just take it forward and go yes. with it. And, you know, the, the, the best relationships that we've built so far have come out of rocky situations. They really have. And I think it's because we've 
opted to figure it out and try to solve the problem and not allow us to give up. Right. You know, right. and, and I and think people appreciate that a lot because they feel the passion. They know you care because a lot of people could just be like, you know what? This is too hard. I'm gone. I don't want right. nothing to do it. I don't even know you. You know, I might never do business with you again. I'm just going to walk away from it. We're not like that. Nope. We're here to solve it. We're here to figure it out, mm-hmm. try to bring as much value and, and bring the solution to the table and then it's move on from there. It's not about the transaction it's at all. It, it, it's it more about the relationship building. Um, trust is a huge factor in it. So um, anything that you can give, the more you can give, the more that you're going to get in the end. So yeah, I believe 100%. giving is such a huge component of the business. 100%. So if you start that in that direction, you are going to make it big. Hundred yeah. percent, and that what that's what brings us great because we're so opposite with each other. She's the socialite. Mm-hmm. She she loves to talk, you know. She'll go out and I like and, to mingle and socialize. Right, yeah. I'm a social butterfly, so I'll go ahead and I will shake everybody's hand, tell them who I am and, right. and what I can offer you and see what I can do for you, yeah. anything. And then I bring it in, and if things start to get a little where I need some negotiation help, that's where he comes in. He's really good at the numbers and negotiations. I'm more of the professional. I'm ex-law enforcement. So I had a long career in law enforcement in New York, New Jersey, and Tennessee. Um, So I'm more of that straight edge, you Mm -hmm. know, guy, like, let's get down to business. Let's let's just, you know (laughs) what, stop the sugar coating. No more small talk. Let's just figure it out. And then once we figure it out and negotiations stop, we got a deal, now let's go out and have some fun. Yep. You know, yeah. but, but, but right now, let's just, let's just focus on what we need to do. And that's it, you know. So we, yeah. we make a good team like that yeah. because she'll, like she said, she'll sugarcoat everything, get everybody, you know, the, 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 um, break the ice and all that good yep. stuff. And then I'll come <laughs> in and, all right, let's get down to business. Right. And that's it. And then we'll go back to the way we were. Right. And move on. And that's <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because it's, it's, you know, you, you get the benefit of a, of a business partner that, that, um, uh, you know, brings in that, that complements you and your skill set, right? Without, without having to split the revenue, <laughs> you know, without, right, having right, to, right. without having to split the profits, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, interesting. No. My, go ahead. Yeah, no, with the, with the whole couple thing, it's, 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 you know, going to that, not only not, not only to split the profit, but because we're husband and wife, it's not like a business partner or a business partnership. You know, when you have an issue with a business partner, you know, at the end of the day, you guys split up at the offices. One goes home to his family, one goes home to her family. And then the next day, then they'll figure it out. They get to sleep on it and they'll figure it out. With us, we have to go to bed together. So we have to so, figure it out. So, still. you know, the conversation is <laughs> going to continue yeah. until it gets, it gets situated. Right. Um, and, it, and I think it's, a, it's good both ways because not only do we have more time to figure it out and we don't want to go bad angry with each other because now it's, it's affecting our relationship, but we also have more time to talk about business. And we also could, like in the middle of the night, if we're brainstorming and we're both up late because we, we, our brain is just going, we could have that conversation. You know, minus that particular business partner that's always, his brain is always on versus the one that's not, he could be sleeping. You don't want to call him to wake him up because he's not going to care. And by the time you guys get to the office, now you forgot everything you were going to say. So I think overall, as far as the marriage is concerned, for us, it works better because we're always with each other and we're always trying to stay on track. You know, we're always setting goals. We're always talking about ideas and opinions and, and it's just for us, it works better. Um, I've had business partners in the past. Some were good, <laughs> some were bad. Um, but honestly, I got to say with every venture that I've been in and every business partner that I've had in the past, 
uh, this business partnership is the best. Uh, I, I would not ask for anything more. I wouldn't. I would, it, it works for us. It might not work for a lot of people because a lot of people always ask us, how the hell do you guys do it? You guys are married, you know? I can never work with my husband or my wife. I would kill him or her. But, you know, but with us, yeah, it's excellent, man. It works. And, and I wouldn't take anything out of it. Awesome. Awesome. No. So I guess, I guess you kind of, you kind of lead me into the follow-up question then is because if, if your, your personal life and business life are so intertwined, then how do you manage the difference between the two? Like, do you, do you come to a point where you say, okay, we have to, we have to stop being in business for a moment because I need some personal time with you, you know? And so even though we're still stuck on this business deal, we're trying to figure out, we need, we need a date night or we need, you know, we, we need to just get away for, for, a, for a night or, you know, a weekend or something like that. So how do you two decide when to draw the line between business and personal? I think, I think we foot off each other. I think we yeah. do feed off we, each other. I what, think what, what uh, I'll do is I'll maybe like suggest one night, just clear our minds. Let's go out. Let's have a little bit of fun, you know, especially with us still having, we have a nine-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do have to stop some of it, which is fine. Just so we can have that family time with her. And, you know, she loves going to Dave and Buster. So we'll go to Dave and Buster's and have some fun, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you know, be, go a to kid the again. Park, be a kid again <laughs> and you know, all of that. And, uh, so yeah, yeah we do absolutely. definitely put that in our schedule absolutely yeah. for sure. We it's do. good to we get your work. mind unwinded a little bit. So if you and sometimes that's actually good because then you can come back into business with a, such a clear mind because you took it off for so long, you'll come up with actually better ideas and, and better solutions to the problem that you're having. Right. And to, to her point, the scheduling part is big. You know, yes. a lot of people that I've yeah. talked to, um, like my own family that are not entrepreneurs and have never owned a business. Um, when I talk about scheduling and time for my wife and my daughter, they're like, oh my God, that sounds horrible. Right. Because like, how, how, do you, how do you pencil in your own wife and your daughter? I said, it's not, it doesn't sound as horrible as it sounds. I said, because you have to put in the time in the calendar because then it would not be done. Because what happens is things come up and then now, now you're actually being counterproductive because you're pushing them away because now you didn't schedule anything. So now you're trying to prioritize your business versus your family. So if you actually schedule your family time in there, you get everything done and now you shut your phone off when it's time for them. And everybody knows that this is family time. Don't call me, don't bother me, email me, text me, text me, and I'll get back to you when I can. And that's it. All other family oriented people understand that, you know, and if you don't understand it, then you know what? You're going to have to learn to understand it if you want to do business with me because I do have a family and <laughs> you know, please care for that and understand that. And, shutting everything off, spending time right. with the family, putting it on the calendar, and then Absolutely. sticking to that calendar. That's yeah. what's the most important thing. Right. And it works. It works for it us. Works. So that's the way we're going to continue doing it. <laughs> And, and I feel that. So, you know, I, I do a lot of um, my scheduling through a, a tool called Calendly. It's a it's an online, you know, appointment scheduler. And so I send somebody a link and they see available time slots that is based off of a feed from my existing calendar appointments. And I have to go through and, and I have to block off times to say that this is time for lunch. I work from home. So I need to have at least half an hour you know, 45 minutes to go out, check in with my wife. We have a two-year-old daughter. So, you know, that lunch comes right before her nap time. So I need to go spend a little bit of time with her before she goes down for her nap, you know, put in a little bit of time for bath time. You know, if I'm free that night, I'm going to be the one to give her a bath, put her down. So yeah, you know, I, you, you see these things on the calendar and, and you're right. I, I've talked to people as well before that, 
you know, it seems strange, right? Why, you know, why are you mixing the business and personal on your calendar? And because, you know, it, it goes back to, um, uh, you know, Stephen Covey, the, the seven habits the, of highly yeah. effective people, right? You know, he talks about the big rocks and then the medium rocks and the small rocks. And if you put all, if you put all the small rocks in first, there's no room for the big rocks, right? But if you put the big rocks in first, then there's room for the medium rocks and the small rocks. So they all kind of filter down through the big rocks. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think putting those personal appointments on that calendar just makes it that much clearer to you and everybody else that, Hey, this is what I have to go do. Now that's, that's fantastic. I, I relate to that um, as well. Now, back in my day, it was, um, it was Chuck E. Cheese. That's where, that's where yeah. I made my, you know, for the, for the family time and the games. So a couple times a year, you know, we'd go there, get some pizza, play some games. I haven't been to Dave and Buster's yet, but you know, like I said, with a two year old, I, I'm thinking yeah. it won't be very long before, you know, I remember my dad talking about how, yeah, it's a great way to just spend a whole paycheck in, in one stop. You know? <laughs> Going to a, we, had our, we had our Chuck E. Cheese days where she was like, yeah. now that she got older, and I was like, she's kind of, you know, growing out of Chuck E. Cheese, and now, now it's David Buster. David Buster's the steroid of Chuck E. Cheese, like, so. Now adults can enjoy it, too. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'll have a little time before the David Buster day. You still got the Chuck E. Cheese day, so. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. But, um, so, so, uh, it sounds like though, especially you, Pamela, it sounds like you started off where you were kind of doing separate things with the, the store and then the, and then the, the shaved ice stand. So is it, is it easier or, or harder now that you're both kind of doing the same thing to do all that scheduling, to do all that communication or, or, you know, because I, I think like you said, you know, some couples would look at you know, other married couples working together and see that as a nightmare, right? You know, I mean, I already have to spend all the personal time with this person. I don't want to spend working hours too. So, um, you know, and obviously you two are making this work now, but what was the, what was the difference between each of you having your own separate things versus now you're doing this thing together? It's a lot easier. And I love that now instead of, I feel like we're separated back then. It was just like, oh, I'm here and you're there. It never felt like a team, a team at all. So now that we're together and we can do something and build something together, it feels so much more uh, better. And I feel like we can achieve more as a couple and, and grow more uh, for each other. Um, because there, there are times where I really need him and yet thankfully he can just be there for me um, at those times. Um, and just personally, um, because he's been there for me, I've grown exponentially learn so much more about myself and of course learn more about him and that's what makes us work so well together the fact that that now we are together in the same business we learn from each other and yeah there are those times where we can get irritated at each other and uh, one of us will have to separate and like walk away um, yesterday morning was one of those moments um, but <laughs> we just learn to okay sit back down go back to the beginning, see where we kind of fell off and work through it. And the moment you can work through it and find where, where that kink was, smooth it out and just keep on going. Don't linger on it. Just stay on the positive mindset that you're going to get through this and then work together as a team and just go for it. Yeah. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not butterflies right, and rainbows, yeah, it, you know, it's, 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 it's like, and like anything else, marriage and business is hard work. 
And the number one thing is communication. And of course, the other thing is compromise. So communication and compromise are two big things when it comes to business and marriage. Right. So if you have those and you can work through those, you're gold. Right. You can get through this. Yeah. And I think because being married, because we love each other so much and we yeah. want each other to succeed, succeed so much, yes. it, it, the passion. So when we get into disagreements, yeah. Because we have so much passion for it, not only for what we do, but for each other. Right. The arguments <laughs> seem a little more heated versus, you know, your, your regular business partnership. Right. You know, right. so, and, and it comes out. The passion, the love comes out, and, and it's just not the disagreement part. It just becomes very emotional. Yeah. Um, but we've learned where we have to, when it gets like that, now we have to think about everything. Our business partnership, our marriage our love, our little girl, we think about everything. Mm -hmm. So we stop and we both take a breather. Like we go to each other's corner, like a boxing ring, we take a breather and then we come back and then we're like, okay, what was this about again? Yep. Let's backtrack. Let's try to figure this out because we ain't getting nowhere. And then let's find a solution and move forward. Right. So it's not just, um, like I said, it's not just, like she said, it's not all about rainbows and unicorns all the time. It, 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 it can get passionate. Yeah, it can really get passionate. <laughs> But we make it work, man. And I'm not, I, would, I wouldn't take it, I wouldn't do anything no. else. Yeah, we, we make yeah. it work. That's great. That's great. No, I, I, I can relate to you on that because, um, it, so my, wife she stays home with our two-year-old but i work from home so we're, we're essentially in the same space and you know both technically on the documents but just also as how our relationship goes we're business partners right we're both co-owners of the of the business so i do all the work but uh you know as far as actually getting the work done meeting with clients but then all of that i bring home to her and i've got to talk things through with her you know i get because in the same way is you know a similar way to you two we we complement each other in that you know, I'm much more of the the numbers person, the the crunching the data, the the analytical kind of thinking. But then she's much more on the empathy side and reading yeah. through the lines of what people said. You know, I'll come home and I'll tell her, you know, oh well, this happened, and she'll say, but what did they actually say, right? And how, you know, and I'll try to repeat verbatim, and and she'll figure out, you know, what they really meant that I wouldn't have picked up on, you know, w without her. And so in that way, it's a it's a really good um, teamwork. But then, you know, I will find that. The, the most frustrated she gets, you know, when we do get into those heated conversations is, you know, it ends up that, that she's actually being defensive of me, right? That she, mm -hmm. she's worried about, um, you know, me winding up with a bad business deal or winding up with, you know, a, a client or a prospect trying to take advantage of me or something, at least, a, you know, she, she sees it happening that way. And so it's not really us fighting. It's just, like you said, it's both of us being passionate about trying to make this business work, trying to make our life together work, trying to make the relationship work. And, and it can be a lot of pressure. You know, it can be a lot of pressure both as an individual and as a couple that you're just constantly kind of working through and, and, you know, to, to do it both in terms of a marriage and this business is it's, it, it's a lot. And, and especially when there's so much interaction between those two things, because however the business goes, it determines a lot of how we go. Um, yeah, so, you know, true. trying to make the relationship work and the business work at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work for sure. It's tough. And I think that's why, I mean, at least for us and, and, you know, we study a lot of successful people, a lot of successful couples in general, because being that we're trying to, trying to, you know, build something as a couple, we like to start on study other couples that are successful. Um, and I think, and like I said, this is just my opinion. Everybody's going to have their other opinion, but for me, it works because I want somebody with me that's aligned. Like I want to be married and I want to have a partner that's aligned with what I, with my goals. 
I think like in the past when I've had relationships that I wasn't aligned with them, it was one of those things where my partner would go have goals that would go one way and I would go with the other. And then during the day, everybody would be separated. And then at night we would come back. But because each other didn't understand our goals and our alignment, it was kind of counterproductive because one, I couldn't communicate with them because they wouldn't understand where I was going. And when I would ask for an opinion, their opinion would not pertain to really to what I was trying to get to because they didn't understand and they didn't know. With us that we're together, we could actually give ourselves opinions and our goals are aligned with where we want to go. So both of us could fight that much harder now. And it's just not one person fighting. It's two of us fighting. And we're fighting for the same goal yes. and for the same dreams and mm -hmm. for the same vision. So it just makes it that much better than... Because entrepreneur, you know this, entrepreneurship is a lonely road. Yep. You know, the, road the majority of people do not understand entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. You know, they think mm -hmm. it's the craziest thing in the world. There's no security. You don't know what you're doing. You know, you don't know what's coming tomorrow. Um, you don't know what's the next paycheck. A lot of people don't understand it. And most people we talk to, they were not even... They, they, love they, that security they want the security. They want the paycheck. Yep. Yeah, and, so it's know, lonely. I live for tomorrow. Yep. Mm -hmm. I live for the unknown. And, you know, I used to, I used to fear it, you know, you know, or... Uh, you know, that whole face, everything and run or um, what's the other verse of it? Um, and just and rise, fight and fear and rise. So I look forward to the unknown of tomorrow because I, I love just the mystery right. of where everything is going to go, you know, and that everything's a straight line. Everything, the success is all over the place, <laughs> right. you know, and you know, it, yep. it's, it's definitely an adventure and it's not for everybody. Right. Um, you really have to have thick skin and you really have to be focused, focus on what you want, focus on know where you want to go in the future. Uh, goals of being aligned. Of course, that's a huge thing. And once you have that and you don't let anybody come in your way, go for it. Yep. You will succeed. Yeah. And because same mentality, it just makes it that much easier yeah. than having to do it by yourself. But you're, you're absolutely right. And it, and it's interesting um, because, you know, I was, before I came into accounting and, and, you know, which, which turned into self-employment, I, I had been of that very similar mindset that I was brought up with. And I believe for a long time of, you know, get you a good W2 job with a decent salary and benefits and, and you'll be okay. Right. And, you know, th there's only so much stability there as long as that business stays in business. And right. as long as whoever your boss is, is okay with you working there. Right. You know, and, and that can become very unstable very quickly, either one of those things. Right. And so, you know, I, I talk about this a lot with my own clients who are, who are starting side gigs or thinking about, you know, going from their W2 job into, you know, they've had something on the side going for a while and they're trying to figure out whether they want to go full time with, with that or not. And I, you know, and, and there's always that, that, you know, I think a lot of people confuse the, what they think is stability with actually what is just um, comfort, right? You know, it feels comfortable. It's what you're used to. It's what a lot of us were raised to believe is the way you should do it, right? Go to college, get a degree, get a good job, and then, you know, try to get promoted, move up through the ranks through the company, but the whole time you're still just an employee, right? Yeah. Um, right. You know, and, and, and I think a lot of people find comfort in that, right? Because that's what they've been brought up with. And so therefore they assume, therefore it's stable, right? As long as it's comfortable, right. it's stable. Um, you know, and so that's, that's a, that's definitely a conversation I've had a lot of times with different clients about, you know, what, what, 
what that relative stability actually is. Because when you're in business for yourself, it's all up to you, right? Whether, whether you're in business tomorrow or not is up to you, right? Now, granted, you got to go out there and make it work. You got to make money come in. You got you to sell. You got to do that kind of stuff. Um, but if you want to shut down the business tomorrow, you can shut down the business tomorrow. If you want to keep the business going tomorrow, you can keep the business going tomorrow. It's up to you. You want to hire and fire people, it's up to you, right? Um, but, but yeah, I think I, I definitely, that's a, it's a big conversation to have with people who are from that you know, being an employee is stable, you know, mindset. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I look at it, everybody has a place in the world. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Um, and I don't think everybody should be an entrepreneur because we need employees, obviously, because if we grow, you know, us entrepreneurs, since we're always seeking better and we're visionaries and we're always out there in the hustle, uh, we're always going to need a backbone and a good group and a team to help us get there. And we seek out those good employees. So it's not, it doesn't, it's not that entrepreneurship is the best way to go. And it's not that employee, the employee mindset is the worst way to go. It's just, it's just everybody has their place in life. Um, like I said, most people we come across, they'd rather be an employee. Great. Those are the ones that I look for because once I could build this where we have, we need our own employees, I could see who are the good people out there that are great employees. And then I'm going to try to recruit them so they could come work for us. Um, but at the same time, like we were going back to saying, it's just hard um, to have that conversation with most people because they don't understand. So right. I always Absolutely. try to attract the ones that I can relate with and talk to, and which is very minimal, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But once you once you get them, you just you just attract it, you know. And kind of with that said, I'm gonna go with uh, I don't know if you know who David Goggins is, but I follow David Goggins immensely, and he has a quote that he says that he wants to be the the most uncommon out of the most uncommon. And that's what I try to seek for. I always seek out to be, because I am uncommon, because most people don't understand me. So I seek other uncommon people, <laughs> you know, other people that just are not making sense to most, but they make sense to me. Because those are the visionaries. Those are the people that are going to change the world. And we need those people, just like we need great employees. So it just depends where in life or what your journey is. You know, we have, a, we have our journey. You know, you have your journey. Everybody has their own journey. So if your journey is to, best, to be the best employee, my advice is be the best employee. Yeah. Work hard, hit it hard, be the best employee. But the same way that you're hitting it hard to be the best employee, we're hitting it hard to try to build a business. Right, exactly. So it's, it's the same, it's kind of similar mindset, it's just the path is different. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's really the only thing. I, I, I still get um, uh, friends and relatives sending me uh, job listings in my field, right? That <laughs> look, you you could make more if you went and got this job doing this. And I sit there and I say, yeah, maybe, maybe next year I'd make more, right? But what about the year after that? What about the year after that? You know, and and what am I giving up in order to move into that? You know, and so yeah, it's a it it's it's inside you, you know, it's not, it's not a, how is the market going? It's not a, is there opportunity in your field kind of quite, it's just what's inside you, what drives you, you know, which direction are you, do you feel driven in? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, you know, being self-employed for us, I, I'm in control of what I could do in the, in the, in the, in the marketplace. You know, yeah. we're in control of how much value we could bring. We're in control of how much education and how much training we give ourselves mm -hmm. in order to bring more value to the marketplace. We're in charge of um, who do we work with, who we don't work with. We're in charge of every path that we take. You know, when, when we've worked with people because we're so strong hearted and, and we want to do as much as we can, at least for me, when I've worked for somebody in a W2 position, I've been limited to what my boss allowed me to do. And I've never mm -hmm. wanted that because you have to go by the company policies 
You have to go by what your boss allows you to do. And if you feel that you could help this client so much more and better, you could get fired for that. It could be mm-hmm. counterproductive because yeah, now, yeah, you now you are you the, yeah, the threat. Right. And, and, and I've never that. cared for that because mm-hmm. I want to be in charge of how much I could help you. Not allow me to not allow somebody else to tell me how much I can help that person. Yeah. Because I think you're doing a disservice to somebody by not helping them the best you can and, and being the best you can with your client, which is why we opted to just go into business for ourselves. Because it's like, okay, I'm not I don't want you to tie me down and tell me what I could do with who I am or what I'm capable of. I don't want you to be in charge of my capabilities. Let me be in charge of my own capabilities. And let me I, I'm okay with taking the responsibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, while I've got you on here, let me, let me make sure I address this too, because you brought the, up the, uh, the, the licensed community association manager. Tell me, tell me a little bit about what that is because, um, you know, I think, I think most of us at some point are going to deal with a realtor in terms of, you know, trying to find a home, this kind of stuff. But, but tell us about the LCAM and what that means. Yeah. Yeah. So the LCAM stands for licensed community association manager. It's a separate license. Um, it's a state, it's a state ran license. Um, I still have to go through the business department to get it. Um, fingerprints, all that, all the nine yards, just like the real estate um, um, exam is. It's just, this is for LCAM. Um, the LCAM is basically just to manage um, homeowners associations, HOAs, or condominium associations. So what the LCAM does is it allows an HOA to seek out a person like myself that's licensed with the state to manage their association. So I'm sort of a third party in the middle of um, the HOA and the residents. So a lot of residents that contribute to HOA fees and condominiums fees, they feel that if the HOA is completely in charge of the finances, then there's gonna be, how do they keep track and how is it that they could trust the HOA board to, um, to pretty much govern the funds? So somebody like me gets licensed and now it's my responsibility held to the state and the business department for me to sit down and manage their funds, manage their um, events, manage everything as far as their meetings and all that stuff, and even the voting and all that stuff, I get to manage all that. So it, it, I'm kind of a mediator between, between both parties. Because there's so many situations where you know, residents are asking, okay, I'm giving you know, $2,000 a year to live in this community. Where is my money going? Mm-hmm. I don't, the streets are still messed up. The sidewalks are still messed up. <laughs> Nobody's doing any events. All right, where's my $2,000 a year going? And the HOA could say whatever they want if there's no licensed community association manager. They could say, oh, no, we're taking it, or we're doing it here, or we had, to do, uh, we had to clean the pool or something like that. We had to put in new amenities. But they could just write a piece of paper saying that they did it and keep the money. Nobody will know anything. Somebody like me that's licensed through the state, now I'm held accountable. I can't lie because I could get my license taken away, I could get fined, or I could face jail. So now the residents feel better that there's somebody managing the funds. And then the HOA, that responsibility gets taken away from them. So that's pretty much it, it. It's a big responsibility, but yeah, it, it's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it seems like anymore, you, you pretty much just can't find a house without being uh, part of an HOA anymore. I mean, it, because yeah. it, it, when I, I, I remember growing, I mean, I, so you know, I, I was born in 1985, you know, and, and I, the first time I heard of an HOA was, I don't know, five, six years ago, you know, I mean, it, it just, my whole, my whole childhood uh, growing up and my, and my parents bought and sold houses, you know, a, a few times when I was growing up. Um, the, the HOA, those three letters, I never heard them, you know, until I went out and looked for my first house, like I say, five or six years ago. So, so that's a really, it took me a long time 
to, to come to grips with the fact that, wait, I'm going to have to have a mortgage payment and pay these HOA dues on top of that, you know? And so it puts you in this position where absolutely, like as a resident of that neighborhood, I really want to know where that extra, you know, I know the mortgage payment. I know where that's going to. That's so I can live in this house. But that HOA, I really want to make sure, especially given the fact that these are, are benefits and amenities that everybody else is going to get all my neighbors are going to get, you know, not just me. Right. You know, I pay the mortgage on my house. That's for my house. It's not for anybody else's house. Right. right. But, right. but right. you know, the HOA is for anybody and everybody. And that includes, you know, people who sneak onto the property, people who, you know, invite, you know, 20 friends over one day and they crash the pool and make it to where nobody else can enjoy the pool and all these kinds of things, you know? So it, it, it th- there have definitely been times where, where I've sat back and said, okay, this HOA thing is new to me, but I need to learn, more about this and how this works so that, you know, as somebody paying into this, I understand what's going on and how it works. Um, right. So yeah, definitely. I, I appreciate that role of the property manager sort of, you know, um, stand, not necessarily in between, but, but standing there to the side, making sure, you know, that there's a good relationship going on there because especially, you know, we talk about the residents and the HOA as if they were two completely separate things. But then you look at the board meeting and these are your neighbors, you know, these are, these are people who live a few doors down from you. Um, so, you know, and, and just because they're your neighbors doesn't necessarily mean like you're saying that you, you should be able to trust them, but you don't know if you can. And so having somebody that, that sort of third party there is, is a real benefit. Um, to the HOA. And I think it's definitely a, you know, I, I know it's usually one of the major expenses for an HOA, but, but I, you know, other than the, the, the sort of general operating and the reserve funds and those kinds of things. Um, but I think it's definitely a necessary one for yes, sure. I believe so, which is why I got my license so I could get into this because I believe it is necessary. It, it, it puts a me, it, it, it kind of puts both places in the balance of everything else because now everybody could go back. Like you said, these are your neighbors that you're, you're living with and you never want that you never want that kind of static and, and, you know, every time you go outside, you know, the vice chair is there or something like that. And you're in the back of your mind, you're saying hi, but in the back of your mind, they're like, you, I don't know what you're doing with my money, <laughs> you know, right. but it's not, right. so just leave it, you know, just put everything to the, to the license community association, man, let the professionals handle it. Like if you hire, you know, any other professional, any other contractor or vendor, you know, let a professional handle it and let, let them deal with it because that's what they, that's what they get paid for. And that's what they educate for. So yeah, I Absolutely. think it's a point that's necessary. Good deal. Good deal. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it, it has been an absolute pleasure having you two on here. Thank you very much for coming to the show. Um, if listeners want to get a hold of you, if they want to reach out to you and find out more about, um, you know, especially uh, being a couple working together in the same business, or they want to get into real estate, or they want to get into association management like this, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? I would just say, just look up FP Vargas Group. That's what we kind of combined each other. Instead of saying Fabian and Pam, F obviously stands for Fabian, P stands for Pam. So we just put FP and our last name Vargas. And then, you know, our LFC is group. So just put FP Vargas Group or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have our YouTube channel. Uh, FMP Vargas Show is our YouTube channel. And uh, you go to Facebook. Our Facebook page is probably the most active page. So you're going to have, you know, just look us up, FP Vargas Group on Facebook, and you'll find every other social media app. We're always posting on there. So, and we're happy to help. So if you need any information, I'm more than happy to answer any questions. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Awesome. We'll have links to all that in the uh, show notes and description so that, so that people can get that information quickly. Um, again, thank you very much for being here. Thank you to the listeners and the watchers. Uh, the show notes and descriptions will be available. You can find all everything that we talked about in this episode there. You can find me, Jeremy Wells, um, at JWellCFO on most of the social media platforms out there, especially Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter. 
Uh, again, this is the J. Will CFO Show. Thank you so much, Fabian and Pamela. Really enjoyed having you here. Thank you to the listeners. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.